You know, sometimes I go back and I dig in a crate. Sometimes I can get caught in that rabbit hole. You know what we tell the youngsters to go do is, you know, uh, go on YouTube and check out this player, this team, this series, this matchup. And um, I recently got caught up in it and it sparked an idea for the show, for the shows in the future as well. And that's just, you know, bringing up certain matchups and whether it was just a regular season, um, you know, uh, in the playoffs or in a championship game. See what caused that outcome, what could have been different, you know. And I, I know we do it all the time because we tell the youngsters to do it. You know, go on YouTube and check out this player, check out this matchup, check out this certain time. Because we claim, my era, that the 90s was the best era of, of, of basketball, the early 2000s, right behind that. The 80s is up in there. And it's not much of an argument because we had a lot of star power within those eras, you know. Um, of course, myself, uh grew up a Lakers fan. And, um, you know, sometimes I just like to go back in history and see what could have been done different. You know, we, we didn't we won a lot of championships, but we lost a lot as well. One of the uh, outcomes that I felt like could have been different, although it was <laughs> it involved my team, was uh, when we when we met uh, Portland in the Western Conference Finals, and uh, you know one of my favorite players is Scottie Pippen. I can honestly tell you, I don't know till this day how I became a Scottie Pippen fan, but I've been a Scottie Pippen fan since the early '90s. You know, uh, he's definitely in my personal. In my personal top five, uh, top five probably change all the time, but he's definitely one of my favorite players of all time next to Magic. Now, being a Laker fan and growing up in, what, three, maybe four different uh, Laker eras, you got the Showtime, of course. I was a young gun coming up, but I caught a whiff of that because, you know, being from L.A., that's all That's all I seen. That's all I seen was Laker Laker gear and Raider gear and Dodger gear, right? Uh, then you go on to the Shaq and Kobe era. Um, I caught every piece of that, you know. Then we had just the the Kobe era for a while, the Kobe and Gasol, you know, Lamar Odom. And then after that, you we got the um, we fell off the wagon for a while, and we got this new era. And I will say, in the middle of this new era. I, I would say somewhat in the beginning of this new era, we have LeBron James, which is crazy to say, right? But I, I got to go back. I got to go back in history a little bit to, to the year 2004. Uh, shout out to What Up Though. You know what I'm saying? My boy Mike, my boy uh, Otis uh, out there in Detroit. Big Detroit fans. And uh, they repped their team well. They loved their team as they should. You know what I'm saying? They was digging. They they was they they've been rocking with. Uh, I was rocking with the Showtime while they was rocking with the Bad Boys. Let's put it like that. So that's their history. And we didn't know each other back then. Social media wasn't even popping back then. You know, not like that at least. And um, I'm pretty sure they was happy. Probably somewhat surprised. I know I was. I knew where I was at when we actually lost the series, you know, and, but just to go back on some things, I'm going to give y'all like a little insight on how the city felt, how I felt this, that, and the third. A lot of people don't know that even the Kobe side, you know what I'm saying? Because there were sides. This, the city was somewhat divided because you had a lot of fans 
that was rolling with Shaq. You can hear nowadays that a lot of people don't like the Lakers because of what happened with Shaq, which I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't completely understand that. I don't see how you could. I can understand if that was the only player that that roster had, you know, or that franchise had and was hard to get other superstars, kind of like kind of like Garnett with Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? Prior to prior to Garnett and after Garnett, there hasn't been a player there. I mean, besides, I guess you can say Kevin Love for a little bit, but it still wasn't as he he wasn't as highlighted, and he really didn't do as much for that franchise. Uh, uh, he doesn't even come close to what Garnett did. Garnett won MVP in that jersey, took him to the Western Conference Finals in that jersey. So I can understand if a franchise. Um, made a mistake, and you do, and that made, and that mistake was going to set y'all back for a while. I can understand that, but when you talk about the Lakers, majority of the fans were fans of the actual brand, the name. So when Shaq left, of course, we were all disappointed because we knew what those two could do for the long run. They they somewhat knew that, but the egos got in the way. You know, and that comes with growth. But anyhow, looking at that 04 roster, I'm going to label this episode uh, Failing the Mailman. Why? Because that was that was basically Karl Malone's only opportunity to win a ring. And he knew that. And that was big. That was big for sports. That was big for the NBA at the time because... Back then, the rivalry was still thick. It still meant something. It's not like today's game where everybody is friends, right? It's a thick rivalry that we had with Utah, that we had with Sacramento, that we had with Portland, you know, that we had with Phoenix, you know. Uh, It was just, you know, of course, Boston. But, you know, we had these rivalries and it was just not just the teams, but it was with certain players. I could not stand Carl Malone. The city of Los Angeles could not stand Carl Malone. Now, John Stockton, it was kind of mixed feelings because he didn't have that personality that was. And and, and don't get me wrong, Carl Malone wasn't like outlandish, but he, he did have like a, a sense of cockiness to him. You know what I mean? And it was kind of like that that brother that we didn't fully understand because where he came from, this, that and the third. And John Stockton is a West Coast boy, though, and and he was a white guard, and he was hella good. He's de- John Stockton is definitely in my top five point guards. So he always had the respect. It was kind of the thing like if your boy Carl Malone get jumped, we probably won't touch you. You know what I'm saying? Just don't get into it. Um. So yeah, we had a rivalry, you know, and Utah was giving us problems because you know they they met up with Chicago a few times in the finals. You know, they stopped us from meeting up with Chicago a few times. And the thing about it is that's where that's the beauty of rivalries is when you stop other teams or stop other players from getting to that major that 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 major uh platform, that level. You know what I'm saying? So when he came over to the Lakers, him and Gary Payton, I'm not gonna forget about him. But the reason why I'm directing most of the attention towards Carl Malone is because GP, West Coast boy, Bay Area, he went on and actually won with Shaq, 
You know what I'm saying? And Wade in Miami. So he actually got one. Uh, like I said, we couldn't stand Carl Malone. We could absolutely could not stand him. But when he came to be a Laker, it was like, okay, we know what he what he's doing it for. Just to clear up everything, this was not a super team. This was this was absolutely not a super team. I think we're getting a definition. Like, like, like we have to understand what a super team is. Do they have a super team in Golden State? Yes, they do. Do they have a super team in Houston? Yes, they do. Did they have one in Boston? I've actually fought that one when they had Ray Ray, Garnett, and Paul Pierce. I actually fought that one for for this reason, this reason only, is because they weren't to me, they they were already past their prime. You know? Now they still played well, don't get me wrong, but if you if you ship you know, uh, um, MVP Garnett over there, or even before that. Then we talking. If you go, if you go ship Seattle Ray Ray over there, that's a super team. But at the time, no, come on, man, come on. After that, I mean, Ray Ray was looking pretty. Ray Ray went over there to just to go shoot, cause his handles went down. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I feel like like I. I can't give him that. I don't even want to go in because it's not even about Boston and, and, and that big three. You know, they did have Rondo, that big four, I should say. But um, let's get back to the 4 and failing the mailman is what I'm calling it. So, you know, Cass was saying that this was like one of the first super teams because we added two Hall of Famers. That's cool. Just because you add Hall of Famers doesn't make it a super team. These cats was old. Now, their Hall of Fame status was our, was already cemented at that point. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at the overall roster that we had, yeah, we won We won 56 games that year. We did. We did. You know what I'm saying? We had two rookies on the team. One of those rookies is our head coach right now, and Luke Warden. You know, a lot of you cats don't know who Brian Cook is. Y'all absolutely don't know who Brian Cook is. You might not even be old enough to know who that is. And he was a rookie at the time. At the time. Of course, you had the Derek Fisher. You had old-ass Rick Fox, who did absolutely nothing for us. You had Devin George. I, I don't even want to explain to you. There's a lot of players that I that I really didn't like in the league. There's only, there's only one player that I actually hated in the league. He's been out of the league, and he was nowhere near a star. But... Devin George was one of those players where I was like, why? He was very athletic. You know what I'm saying? He, he damn sure could jump. You know, we, he could shoot the three ball. That's the reason why I don't know how, I don't know why, but we drafted him that high. Number one. I mean, not number one, but in the first round, I think he was like the 23rd pick or something like that. Um, he was definitely in the first round. We had like six power forwards. You know, Horace Grant, we had Carl Malone. Who else we have? Um, shit. Luke Walton was a power forward. You know, uh, we had, oh, we did have, uh, Slava. We did have Slava. <laughs> we, we definitely had Slava. We had GP Kareem Rush. What Jarv? Come on. Shout out to my boy Jarv, gray area. Kareem Rush. Jesus Christ. He stayed in it. He stayed in the Fox Hills Mall. God dog it, he did, man. I swear he did. Uh, Jamal Sampson, y'all don't even know who that is. That's a local from Inglewood. 
See what I'm saying? Now, Bry- Byron Russell snuck his ass over here with uh with Carl. So don't think now he's a hometown boy too, or whatever. But he definitely snuck his ass over here. Um, yeah. So if you if you go through that whole roster, that was basically all of the roster right there. I mean, Gennaro Pargo, he was in you know a year in. Um, yeah, that was basically it. Luke Walton, rookie. So, with that said, we had another championship lined up. Oh, yes, we did. We definitely did. We had one lined up. And you want to know why I said it was lined up? I mean, Kobe and Shaq was first team all NBA that year. Kobe was all, you know, first first uh, team defense that year. You know, Shaq won the All-Star Game MVP that year. Everything was lined up for us, even with that roster. Now, prior to that roster, we had a couple of killers. You know, Glenn Rice, Ron Harper, um, Mitch Richmond. You know, we had we had some cats that was surrounding us. You know, we didn't we you know, Robert Ory. Who, who could forget Robert Ory? Now, Robert Ory, he wasn't there that year. You know, I think that was he was with uh San Antonio. So we had lost a lot of players, you know, you know, after the three P, like we lost a lot of players, a lot of key, a lot of a lot of key role players, I would say. Um, and we ran into those and we ran into those uh, Detroit boys, man. And it's not like they were slugs. I mean, they had a they had a native on. They had one of ours on 18. They had a Compton boy on 18, Tayshawn Prince. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, they had dogs. Oh, Lindsey Hunter. Let's not forget about Lindsey because Lindsey Hunter snuck in at the championship with us. He did. And then he got one in with <laughs> with Detroit against us. Lindsey Hunter. I always like Lindsey Hunter because he was like a, to me, he's an underrated guard. You know what I'm saying? But they had Lindsey Hunter. Of course, you had Rip Hamilton. You had Rasheed Wallace, Eldon Campbell. Come on, man. We used to have Eldon Campbell. He didn't do much for us, but we had Elton Campbell, Mike James, and Okor and Darko. <laughs> they definitely had Darko. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, but he got one, though. He got one. Tremaine Folks. Of course, my guy, Chauncey Billups. You know, the big nag. Remember the big nasty, Corliss Williamson? The big nasty? Come on, man. And, of course, Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace. Come on, man. I mean, we're talking about first team all defense with Kobe. All right. Defensive player of the year. He was he was defensive player of the year four times, except for the year that they beat us. He was he was defensive player two years prior to that and two years after they won the championship. Ain't that crazy? And the year, the the year that he didn't win it, uh Ron Artest won it. Who they had to go up against. So you know, come on, man. Come on. He was and Ben Wallace was second team all NBA that year. So it's not like we was going up against slugs. You know what I'm saying? Now, what a lot of cats didn't know besides the full roster was that the stuff on the outside. So being a Laker, of course, you're going to come with some drama on the outside. Kobe was dealing with the Colorado case. You know, Phil said. It was times where we we felt like he wasn't going to be able to make it to practice, let alone the games, something like that. Um, Shaq and Kobe was going through their differences at the time. At one point, Shaq said he he wanted to kill Kobe. And look, 
I'm not trying to get hit by Shaq. Kobe not trying to get hit by Shaq. Two egos, two alpha males, though. On top of that, you got two Hall of Famers coming in. Not to mention that Karl Malone, this is why I felt bad. And this is why this is kind of dedicated to Karl Malone. Because even though I didn't like him while he was at Utah and anything personal against him, it wasn't nothing too much personal that I didn't like about him. I heard him and his daughter didn't get along too much. And his daughter had game. I forgot what school she went to. I want to say, I forgot what school she went to. Damn. Uh, but she had game. You know, he is that he is the farming type cat. You know, I'm sure he 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 talked like he a Republican, but I don't know. I don't know him personally. I just knew I didn't like him as a Utah Jazz. I didn't like his dunk. He, I didn't like his signature dunk at all. But the man had game. Can't deny that at all. Um but he came over there and he said, I know where I'm at in my life. I know where I'm at in my career. And I know what my place is on his team. And he played his role with no problem. I think it's something that, shout out to Melo, something that Melo will need to, need to do in Houston. And prior to Carl Malone and, and GP coming over there, they both was averaging 20 points a game. The year before, averaging 20 points a game. And I think Carmelo was 20 and 10. And he was old. You see what I'm saying? And so he knew coming over there, he's getting bumped down. He's getting bumped to the third or fourth option. Easy. I'll give him the third option because he was a way better, to me, he was a way better scorer than GP. But GP had better defense, of course. And he was a, he was a superior guard. But I don't think he, I don't think, GP was coming over to looking to score any anyway, even though he averaged 14 points that season. Carl Malone averaged 13. So they both took a big hit, you know what I'm saying? Less shots. He knew he had to come over there and pass up some shots. He knew that already. And that's the thing that made me feel so bad because he knew he tried his best for Utah. His whole career, he tried his best for Utah trying to get them a ring, and he just ran up to a different monster. That Chicago monster. And so he came over here to the Lake Show, the new Lake Show, and he seen how we was wrecking shit, and he said, look, I got to get one before I get out of here. And it didn't happen. Why? Because them goddamn Detroit Pistons. And the thing is, there's no excuse. I'm not saying what Kobe went through off the court with the whole Colorado thing with him and Shaq. I can't I can't use that as an excuse. I'm tired of excuses. You see what I'm saying? Because we were still good enough to win 56 games and make it to the championship. So if you can do that, you should be able to win the championship when you're playing at that level and prior to what we was doing before that season. So... We had some bumps in the road, you know, some injuries, key injuries. Carmelo got hurt. You know what I'm saying? He missed uh he he missed he missed some games and then he didn't even finish playing in the finals because he didn't fully recover. And you know, I it's like we we started out pretty good as expected, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, when you're 40 years old and you hurt your knee, it's hard to come back from that. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, we was under the microscope. Uh, but 
there's no excuse because once we got to the play, uh, the playoffs, we beat Houston in the first round, no problem. Uh, we beat the Spurs in the second round, no problem. We ran up into the MVP in the Western Conference Finals, uh, number one seed, Minnesota Timberwolves. Shout out to Rory, Canada's finest. You know, ran up into them boys. But, you know, <laughs> we definitely handled them. Um, and then, you know, we Ben Wallace is no slouch. He didn't he didn't really contain Shaq, but he made Shaq work hard. And Shaq is the one who helped us keep afloat. Like that was probably Kobe's worst finals because he tried to shoot everything. I there was one, I think game 1 where he shot like a deep three ball. Uh we got the offensive rebound, pass it around a little bit. I think it was like a loose ball. He grabs it and throws up some bullshit from the free throw. Well, it was actually a good look from the free throw line, but just that fast, he was 0 for 2. You know what I'm saying? Where we was getting, I wouldn't say we was getting easy buckets, but it just looked easier than what we was, you know, what we was getting besides that. And, you know, Ben Wallace, he played his best against Shaq. He made it hard. He definitely made it hard. Um, but they worked as a goddamn team, man. Rip Hamilton was a fucking monster. If it's two dudes that I never want to play against, a lot of people going to pick Kyrie. A lot of people going to pick Iverson. They're going to pick Kobe. They're going to pick MJ. No, my nigga. No. It's Rip Hamilton and it's Reggie Miller. I definitely don't want to chase them cats around the court at all. I have no interest on uh, following them around the goddamn court all game, especially not in the playoffs and especially not in the finals. Because them cats had the most stamina I have ever. The endurance and the stamina that them cats possess, outrageous. Test them cats. You know what I'm saying? Uh, again, Carl Malone wasn't 100%. GP didn't really give us too much. You know, we didn't really have no guards by, uh, besides that. We really didn't. You know, and and, and and we took an L. We took an L, man. No Robert Ory this time. Rick Fox, old ass. You know what I'm saying? Kareem Rush was buried on the bench. It, what could we do? What could we do? Now, again, there's no excuse because I feel like we could have played better. We could have played more efficient. I feel like if we would have played more inside out, then we probably would have had a better chance. But they had a great defense, and they often stood up to us. They often definitely stood up to us. And they even said they self that their game plan was to let Shaq kind of not let him score, you know what I'm saying, but force them to give the ball inside because they knew that Kobe was going to try to somehow stop that from happening because he needed to shine. And that's crazy because we all love Kobe. But that's the truth, though. Because those cats was just like that. That was the type of beef that we had. It was silly. It was stupid. And who's to say that if Kobe and Shaq don't clash, a lot of their individual accolades probably wouldn't be there. But a lot of team success, we would have probably set history. We'd probably be talking about Kobe and Shaq as having... You know, more than, you know, Kobe having more than five rings, uh, uh, Shaq having more than four. You know, Kobe could have probably got to, you know, six or seven. 
No lie. If they would have kept it together. But it's not about that. It's about it's about letting down the mailman and Detroit. <laughs> you know, Chauncey Billups, shout out to Chauncey Billups. Big shot. Chauncey Billups, finals MVP of that series. Um, definitely a top 10 guard for me. Gotta be. Combo guard. One of the best combo guards I've ever seen, next to Ben Gordon. Um, yeah, they did that. So that's pro- that's pretty much it, man. That's pretty much it. I just wanted to break down, like, the city was very mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're spoiled, which is, I got another episode coming out breaking down our delusional ways, which you'll probably kind of understand if you can get into your delusional mode or mood. Um, but, yeah, we were sniffing. We we already had plans for a uh, parade because, I mean, it was no disrespect to Detroit. We knew they had a great squad. And if you watch basketball, you knew they had a great squad. But we didn't think, looking at the East, we didn't think anybody on the East was was going to be powerful enough or to strategize enough to handle us. And like I said, there's no excuse that I can't sit up there and add the off-the-court issues, even though it is normal in his life that these cats are human beings and they go through things. But at the same time, champions, you know, when you repeat as a champion, something has to be a little bit wrong with you. <laughs> you got to have in-house problems. You got to have off the court. I'm not going to say off the court issues, but something's got to be a little off. You know what I'm saying? Or either you just got to have great team success. And sad to say, the crazy shit it overshadows the team success or the, the 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 odd shit. You know, GSW is with some odd shit. You know, even though they draft the majority of their roster that that they, their championship roster is uh you know they 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 got from drafting, yet and still they've added a Kevin Durant and now they got a Boogie Cousins. So that's kind of that's some that's some weird crazy shit right there. You know what I'm saying? When you look at LBJ, you know, he had to go to Miami to play with Wade and, and, and Bosch. That's crazy. That's a super team right there. You know, he come home, but he had a Kyrie, you know, some shit had to be moved out and to, to put a roster together, but they did it. You know what I'm saying? He brought one home. You know, I think, I think San Antonio falls under that team success, you know, and it, it, that's nothing crazy or weird or, or anything like that. But when you look at when you look at Dallas, who snuck in one, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It, it was, it, but I, I mean, you can't file that under team success too because they played hard and they had a killer over there in dirt. But yeah, man, oh four, that kind of hurt. That kind of stung because we expected that one. You know what I'm saying? We weren't even looking towards Detroit. Way we were looking past them to see who we played next year. <laughs> but uh, again, shout out to Detroit. Shout out to the Pistons. Shout out to the city of Detroit. Shout out to Mike and Otis. What up, though, podcast? And it's your boy, BTG, Open Run. God dog it, mailman. We didn't get one for you. I feel bad for you. As a Laker fan, I apologize. All right.